Good morning, everyone. I am the Reverend Dr. Eric Rice, the pastor of Trinity Whitmire Abbey Zion Church, located at 6198 Dogwalla Road in Whitmire, South Carolina. Uh, it's again, uh, and as always, a privilege to come to you on this podcast. We thank you for listening to it. Uh, I know that we are just about had enough of our daily struggles, especially when it comes to the inability to worship the Lord in our sanctuary. But nevertheless, we are still here to do God's will. Uh, We must realize that we are the church and not the building. But yet and still, we are grateful that the Lord has made or given us an avenue or a way to get the word out. So I want to thank you for being tuned in this morning. So let's go to the sanctuary as we listen to uh, some music to kind of mellow our heart out and to uh, some might say prime us up for the word of God. But if you're like me, you don't need priming because the Lord has been so good that when I think about the goodness of Jesus and all that he has done in my life, my soul cries out hallelujah. And I thank the Lord for saving me. So, amen. Let's, 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 let's go to the sanctuary. We're going to play a song for you. Um, the song is entitled, Lord Change Me by the one and only Tamala Man. I do not own the rights to this music, but we thank God for such a voice as that, that we might be able to hear someone sing from the uttermost of their heart to give us an idea of what it means to be changed. Amen. God bless you.
Church, if we learn how to get out of God's way, he can change us. Amen. If we move out the way and let God do what God does, he can change our lives. Amen. We're going to go to the book of Psalm. 
the 32nd chapter, I'm going to begin reading at verse number 5. Excuse me, verse number 1. Verse number 1. The Bible says, Blessed is the one whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the one whose sins the Lord does not count against them, and in whose spirit is no deceit. When I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night, your hand was heavy on me. My, my strength was sapped as in the heat of summer. Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord and you forgave the guilt of my sin. We're going to talk from the subject this morning, no more guilt, no more guilt. If I had to use a subtopic, I would, I would choose free yourself. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, we're grateful today for this opportunity to come and to expound upon the word of God. We thank you for those that are listening, Lord, those that are listening amongst us, Lord, pray that they will hear the word this morning but not just hear it, O oh God, that it might be implanted down in their souls, that they may attempt, Lord, to live out this word. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O oh Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. No more guilt. Oftentimes when we speak of guilt, church, we usually speak of something bad. And at some point in our lives, we all have uh, fit the category uh, to where we felt a certain way about a certain thing that we have done or certain things that we did not do in our lives. Some folk feel guilty about the things that they are involved in, uh, like their living arrangements, uh, their dating status, and other things that we may feel guilt over like our disobedience to God. Church, we can't feel guilt and be free at the same time. When guilt is evident in our lives, when guilt is apparent, when guilt is obvious, or when guilt is visible in our lives, it's time for us to deal with it. I don't always feel uh, this way, but sometimes we have to deal with the things that we are going through. And by dealing with them, it allows us to uh, find ourselves in a good place when it comes to the Lord. Sometimes, church, in my life, when I violate the law of sin against God, I feel guilty. Am I the only one? Listen, guilt doesn't feel that good, but it's good for you because guilt should make you hurt down in your soul. And no one in their right mind wants to hurt, especially when you are a child of God. This is how God warns us about our wrongdoing, and uh, wrongdoing uh, came from wrong thinking. Uh, wrongdoing came from wrong thinking. I thought I might say that again. What we think about, church, in our lives is important. Sometimes our mind uh, sometimes plays tricks on us. Amen. But church, there are some things, amen, I used to enjoy that I can't enjoy anymore in my life. There are things that we do right and still feel guilty about. 
Sometimes we try and help somebody by telling them the truth and it comes back to haunt us because they get sad. Then they feel sad or they feel guilty about what we have uh, told them or reminded them of. You can't tell uh, some folk things nicely. Uh, you got to uh, tell them in a mean way in order for them to get the point. Um, that I remember growing up, my mother used to say something to me in a nice way. It seemed that we didn't get uh, get the get the picture or the answer or didn't understand. But whenever she raised her voice, hallelujah, we knew that mama meant, meant business. Amen. But God intends for us to have guilt when we get out of line. When Adam and Eve sinned, they went and hid themselves. Why? Because they were guilty. They felt the guilt on their life. Peter said that he was going to be with Jesus through it all, but he uh, denied him three times. Then he went and wept. Why? Because he felt what we call guilty. Even though I'm forgiven, church, every now and then I feel bad about the condition uh, of other folk. Every now and then I got to deal with some stuff that don't belong to me. And I'm sure you do as well. There's always some stuff that somebody else is going through that you love that you have to deal with. Amen. And it causes you to feel guilty because they are less fortunate than you. It causes you to feel guilty because you didn't uh, do something that you thought you may have done to assist them in their lives. But church, we've got to learn how to get rid of the guilt. We've got to free ourselves. Sometimes church, you got to take one for the team. Sometimes you got to give your last in order to help somebody else make it. Amen. Jesus was not guilty of any crime, but he was tried for them all. He didn't commit no crime, but every crime that has ever been committed, every sin that has ever been committed, Jesus died for it. He was on trial for your sins and he was on trial for mine. He was guilty of unstopping death ears. He was guilty of multiplying fish and loaves of bread. He was guilty of feeding a multitude of 5,000 plus women and children. He was guilty, amen, of drying up uh, blood from a woman that had an issue with it, amen. He was guilty of making the lame walk. He was guilty of raising the dead and guilty for saving a sinner like you and me. But in the Bible, when Jesus did all those things, they treated him as a common criminal. Isaiah said that Jesus was not being beaten for anything he had done, but he was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquity, and the chastisement of our peace was upon him. The Bible says that by his stripes, we are healed. They whipped him his back to heal our back. They stretched his arms to heal our arms. They nailed his feet to help our legs. They, they, they put a crown on his head to bless our head or our thoughts. Amen. Church, if you ever get to the point that you can sin and not feel guilty, you are in a dangerous position with God. That's why some folks stay away from church or church folk. Some people stay away from anything that reminds them of God. Amen. They, they find it easy that way. You know, I can do what I want to do as long as I'm not affiliated with God or the God child or the spirit of God. Amen. See, that some people feel that that way they don't have to worry about guilt. They tune themselves away or tune themselves out from their conscience. 
They have no convictions, no, no worry. Amen. Uh, no word, no hallelujahs. But, but I stopped by to tell you, church, that if you don't have a cross, that you won't get a crown. Amen. If you don't, amen, bear your cross, you will not get a crown. Well, we also have uh, those tricks that we that, that the enemy will send our way to make us feel guilty about things we have no control over. Sometimes parents blame themselves for the actions of their children. Amen. They say to themselves, I should have spent more time with them. I should have been more uh, supportive to them. We say I should have did more for them. Amen. And the past won't let it go. If you keep thinking about what you could have did, what you should have done, amen, to, to give my child a chance to be a better person, church, you got to let it go. No more guilt. And you got to free yourself. See, when the truth is, 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 is all over said and done, amen, sometimes you've done all you could do or all you knew how to do. Amen. Sometimes our friends, our significant others don't always add up to our expectations. And sometimes we don't add up to theirs. Amen. That's why people uh, uh, grow apart, amen, because they cease to uh, line up to what the other had promised, amen. See, we start changing stuff in our lives, trying to get comp complimented, changing our, our, the way we look, amen, in order for somebody else to like us, amen. I should have got an amen right there, but all you got to do is, all you have to do is be who you are, amen, and, and allow God to use you the way he see fit. Amen. All, all you got to do is to do the best you that you can do. Be the best you. Amen. And if your best ain't good enough for man, so what? Amen. Do the best that you can do for the Lord and let the Lord handle the rest of it. Amen. You got to free yourself. Even on your job, church, you, you do the best you can, and but the promotion goes to somebody else. Anybody ever been there? You, you, you showed up on time. Amen. But the promotion or the good job went to somebody else and you feel guilty, amen, because you feel that you didn't do enough, amen. But you did all you can do. You came early and you left late. You even went in sometimes and made coffee for everybody. Can I get a witness? Amen. Stayed overtime whenever they asked you. But the promotion, the opportunity went to somebody else. Oh, that's the life of a Christian, amen. When you have done the very best that you can, but somebody else, amen, get the accolades. When you've done the best that you can, but somebody else, amen, gets that extra push. Somebody else get acknowledged. Somebody else get that pat on the back. But I stopped by to tell you, don't worry about it. No more guilt. Free yourself. I stopped by to tell you that it's time to release yourself from guilt that you don't, amen, deserve. Stop blaming yourself for other folks' trouble. It's not your fault. But just in case it is your fault, it's time to repent, turn from it, and sin no more. What Jesus forgives, church, uh, you for, he doesn't hold it against you. But we still got to reap what we sow. Amen. And when we get through reaping, God will work it out. And God will be there for you, just like he is for me. In our text, the Bible says, blessed is the one whose transgressions are forgiven and whose sin are covered. Church, it's a good thing to be forgiven and to have your sins covered. Amen. Listen, there, there will come a time when our silence will kill us. Look at verse number three. David said, when I kept silent, my bones wasted away. 
Amen. In other words, he was sick. Amen. He was miserable. Amen. In verse five, amen. Then I acknowledged my sin to you and you forgave me. That's what David said. David said, when I acknowledge my wrongdoing, Lord, you turn around and you bless me. Lord, when I acknowledge that I had some things going on that I just couldn't handle, Lord, you turned around and, and you were the God that I was looking for and you blessed me anyhow. Amen. But, but, but listen, we got to realize that as a, as a, as a, as the Jesus hung on the cross, that he hang a man there with all of our sicknesses and our disease and our sin in mind. Amen. And, and, and when we look at the cross, we got to realize that it was the worst punishment known to man. He was being crucified. Why? Because uh, you, you, you curse somebody out. He was being crucified because uh, some might say we smoked too much. He was being crucified because we lied too much. We stole too much. Amen. But Jesus was crucified for our sin. And I understand what David is saying, that, that, that we were forgiven. Amen. And I'm talking about a New Testament Jesus. Amen. In an Old Testament world, he forgave us for all of our sin. When David was talking to God, he was talking to Jesus. Because they are one and one in all. Amen. It was so bad, church. The Bible says that when Jesus died on the cross, amen, that he looked into heaven and heaven blacked out. He saw God turn his back on him. And at 3 p.m., he cried out, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. Amen. Which means that my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? God turned his back on Jesus because when he looked at the cross, he couldn't see Jesus. All he saw was the sin of man. He saw our habits, amen. He saw our disobedience. He saw uh, the disease that would befall man. He saw cancer. He saw AIDS, amen. He saw hope-mongering, backbiting, and lying. He saw all of our sins hanging on Jesus. But Jesus hung there from the sixth to the ninth hour. He died on the cross all by himself, amen, that we might have a right to the tree of life. Jesus, amen, uh, never takes a holiday. Amen. The Bible says that demons started rejoicing when Jesus was on the cross. Amen. The Bible says that demons said, look at him hanging there. We got him now. The saints of God started worrying. Some, somebody said, uh, oh, no, amen. What we going to do now? They got the Savior hanging on the cross. What are we going to do? Well, I stopped by the tell you, church, just because Jesus hung on that cross, we've got to learn how to get rid of our guilt. We've got to free ourselves. Amen. Because Jesus did all of that. Amen. To make sure that you and I, amen, would be able to carry our cross day after day. We must understand, amen, that Jesus, amen, ha has made a way for us. Amen. David realized, amen, that uh, I, I'm going through what I'm going through, but I've got to realize that it's time for me to call on the Lord. Amen. Feeling guilty, amen, is, is a good thing, but at some point, church, we've got to move on from our guilt. We've got to stop worrying about what we should have said and should have done and to do what's best for today's journey. We've got to realize today that no matter, amen, what we've been through or gone through, you cannot change what you've gone through. You cannot change the past, but we can surely uh, do something about the present and make sure that our future is better 
amen, that it, that it, that it has, you know, has been. Make sure that our future, amen, uh, includes the word of God. I stopped by to tell you somebody to free yourself. No more guilt. Say no to your feelings and yes to Christ. For we do realize that sometimes our feelings will get us in trouble. Our feelings, amen, sometimes rub us the wrong way. Our feelings sometimes, amen, will dictate, amen, a bad life when all we got to do is realize that Christ has paid the price. Amen. He has already worked it out. He's done that thing for you. Amen. He has uh, made a way for you. And all you got to do is buy into what the Lord has done. Amen. We're struggling right now with life. We're struggling, amen, with challenges, amen, and struggling with trying to do the right thing. We're struggling, amen, with doing things that are not contrary to the will of God. Amen. But I stopped by the Terry Church to free yourself this morning. No more guilt this morning. Amen. Let, let today be a new day. Put it all behind you, amen, and let it go, amen. And David said, I, I acknowledge my sin to you, and I did not cover up my iniquity. And I said, Lord, I'm going to confess my transgressions to you. And you forgave me, Lord, the guilt of my sin. So church, don't keep silence about it. Amen. For the Bible says, blessed is the one whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the one whose sin the Lord does not count against them and in whose spirit there is no deceit. Amen. Let's pray for one another. Let's forgive one another. Amen. Everybody has done some wrong. Can I get a witness? Amen. And where you are in your life, the person that you are dealing with that may not be doing well, what seemed right, they're going to come, amen, to a point to, in, in their life one day, just like we have. And they're going to cry out to the Lord and say, Lord, forgive me for all of my sin. And when they do that, we will rejoice. Amen. My grandma used to say one of these days, when we all get to heaven, what a time, what a time, what a time. So church, free yourself because the Bible lets us know that no matter of sin shall enter into the gates of heaven. And church, if you want to go, amen, you got to let it go. No more guilt, but hold on to God. He will work it out. Amen. Thank you for listening this morning. Amen. We're going to play us a, another song this morning. Uh, we'll, let, let us go to the Lord. Lord, we're grateful today for this opportunity to say thank you for the word this morning. Lord, we thank you for reminding us to free ourselves. No more guilt, Lord. Help us, Lord, to uh, feel good, Lord, in these last days of our lives. Help us, oh God, to, to just be joyful, amen, as we live out our life. For no man knows the day nor the hour that you're going to appear. So, Lord, let us live, Lord, in peace and in harmony that we might not feel guilty because we realize that you have already paid the price. Lord, maybe somebody heard the word this morning and want to give their life to the Lord. Father, we just want to let them know that if they uh, confess with their mouth and believe in their heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, the Bible declares that they can be saved right where they are. Lord, bless those that might be listening, Lord, that might be sick and going through, amen, some uh, some trials and tribulations in their life. Lord, I know that you can make a way for them and that you can work it out. Why? Because I know because you did it for me. And Lord, I thank you and I give your name to praise. Bless those that are prison bound. Bless those that are sick. Bless those in the nursing home, God. Bless those, God, in their home right now, scared to death and don't know what to do. Bless them financially. Give them a mind, Lord, to serve you. That we might know that you are God. 
and besides you there is no other. Amen. As we listen to this song, we do not own the rights to it. Lord, we thank you for this day. Pray that you will continue to keep us. For it's in the name of Jesus we do pray. Amen. The song is entitled, What Is This That Won't Let Me Hold My Peace? You ever felt like that? Amen. You just can't hold it. You got to tell somebody. Amen. What is this? i tell you what it is. It's the Spirit of the Lord. No more gifts. It keeps setting my soul on fire Whatever it is Whatever it is Whatever it is Whatever it is Makes me want to run on in Jesus' name. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. Whatever it is.
pray that whatever it is, church, throughout this week that's coming, that it won't allow you to hold your peace, but say something about the Lord. Amen. May God continue to bless you and keep you in the days to come. Until we meet again.